thinking about startup health tech companies for a minute, a place where it often falls down or is just really hard is finding those first few reference customers, those early believers that take the plunge and start using your platform. And if you're building from the outside of healthcare, then trying to sell in, landing those first customers is near on impossible. But when you see things go the other way, then it's interesting where a healthcare setting, so a clinic or a hospital, might create their own unique technology solutions to solve real problems that they face on a day-to-day. And then there's that realization that this platform or tools could potentially help more clinics and hospitals or providers deliver better healthcare. Well, with me today is Josh Farrington from Medicity. And in this episode, we're going to explore that kind of journey of entrepreneurship and Medicity from the early days within Cabrini and how that all ties in to where they are now, which is a suite of solutions to improve operational efficiencies in the healthcare sector and provide superior patient outcomes. And it sounds like the journey has really just begun. So let's learn more. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech, a podcast and membership community about technology in healthcare. Here's your host, Peter Birch. With me today is Josh Farrington, Director of Operations at Medicity. Josh has a Bachelor of Electronic Engineering with a major in Biomedical Engineering and an MBA. Over the past 17 years, he's worked in a variety of technical, consulting, operations and innovation roles in the health technology space. Josh, mate, how are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Good to have you on the show. Good things take time, right? I'm pretty sure we spoke about this over 12 months ago, having a chat on the podcast. So it's good to be here finally. Absolutely. Yeah, been a long time coming and I'm pumped up. Love it. Love it. Well, look, tell us about yourself. Give a bit more context about you and your background. Yeah, sure. So in my current role at Medicity, I'm the Director of Operations. And for those less familiar with Medicity, we're basically an emerging digital health business located in Melbourne. We're all about designing solutions to improve patient outcomes and patient experience. My background myself personally is predominantly in biomedical engineering, where I've previously held a pretty strong focus on medical hardware. But in more recent years, I've focused my attention more so to medical software, where I've led the design of various live digital engagement platforms. In 2019, I co-founded Muse Digital. So that's a specialist tech and digital recruitment firm, also based here in Melbourne. So I guess you'd say I'm pretty passionate about all aspects of technology, really. In my full-time day-to-day role, though, as the Medicity Director of Operations, I manage that business. So Medicity is a specialized digital health provider. We're a relatively new entrant in the market, so that may not be familiar to all of your listeners. But as I'm sure you could appreciate with all small startups, you know, the founders, the directors, they often find themselves wearing multiple hats. And that's certainly the case at Medicity. So whilst I'm responsible for you know, the operation of that business, I'm also the product manager. I get involved in sales and demonstrations activities, and I project manage all of our client implementation. So yeah, a really diverse and exciting role. One that's offered me a whole heap of variety and presented me with what I think is a pretty unique entrepreneurial opportunity as well. Yeah, interesting. I want to learn more about that. It's funny, any operations role as a former operations and general manager, myself in startup health, I think it's code for this person just does a lot of things. And it's the, so I hear you in that respect. Tell us a bit more about Medicity and, you know, you touched on what it does, but that whole journey to get it to where it is now, this new digital health business. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. So 
as I mentioned, we're the newly formed digital health business. What I didn't mention is that we're a division of Cabrini Technology Group or CTG. So for those who are less familiar with the name, CTG is the technology division of the not-for-profit healthcare group, Cabrini Health. So that technology division consists of around seven healthcare tech businesses across Australia and New Zealand. We've got around 550 staff and we're spread across 20 office locations across Australia and New Zealand. Those businesses are primarily providing sort of technology services, mostly to hospitals. I think we've got around yeah, 400 hospitals across Australia and New Zealand. Medicity itself is just hit 12 months itself. So I guess you'd sort of call us the new kid on the block in the Cabrini Technology Group family. How did it all come about? So we launched that business off the back of a couple of really highly successful projects that were born out of the Cabrini Centre for Innovation. Uh, so that was formed back in 2018. And the idea was that we could use it as a bit of a collaboration between Cabrini Health and Cabrini Technology Group. Probably the most notable project to come through that Centre for Innovation it was EVE. So EVE's maternity platform, our digital maternity platform, that's designed really to enhance the pregnancy and birthing experience for new and expectant mums. And we achieved that by providing evidence-based content and a really rich comprehensive suite of tools and trackers to the mums. So that was our first project, EVE, and that's gone on to serve as a bit of a springboard really for us to pursue some similar opportunities in the digital health space. And yeah, off the back of that project, we've then gone on to design a solution centered very much on the improvement of patient outcomes and patient experience. And that's called eCaptus. That's our platform really that we've designed for capturing and reporting PROMs and PREMs or patient reported outcome measures as your listeners would probably know them as. Yeah, but after co-designing all those solutions with Cabrini and launching them there and seeing the success in the hospital there, we started to attract some really strong interest from other hospitals who had similar problems, unsurprisingly. So for that reason, we thought, well, let's explore some opportunities to commercialize this small niche digital health product suite beyond Cabrini Health and to see where that takes us. So about 12 months ago, I submitted a business case to create this new business unit, the Medicity business, and that was obviously subsequently approved. And yeah, we've been on this exciting journey ever since. That's really cool. I want to learn how that's gone, but just thinking that there'd be many that would listen to the show that might be working within an organization as an employee. So not necessarily, you know, their own founder, think themselves of as an entrepreneurial founder, slugging it out, building something from scratch. You know, it's interesting hearing how you've worked within a group and built up that experience to then identify an opportunity to spin something out and get the support from the business to then do something that's effective. Often people might look at it if they're an employee, they might go, oh, well, that's not within my remit or, hey, that might be interesting, but hey, we're in a bigger company, so that might not fly. So that's kind of cool that you've been able to then identify that and spin that out to what it is now. Great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's an exciting journey. It certainly has been a journey and it started off one that was not very well funded initially. And as we gained some traction and built on some successes, then uh, we started to attract some attention from people within Cabrini who I guess were prepared to support it to a greater extent once we demonstrated those successes. Yeah, I want to learn more about that then. So that connection with Cabrini Health, no doubt would have been a little bit of not secret sauce, but at least given that bit of extra oomph to help get those first steps underway. Yeah, absolutely. And in some ways, it is a bit of a secret source, really. I mean, we're really fortunate in that regard, having that connection and that strong linkage with Cabrini. Unlike many of our competitors, the small digital health providers, we're pretty uniquely positioned, really, to be able to leverage insights from whether it be clinicians or nurses or even execs. In the case of our EVE project, it was midwives and obstetricians. 
But even having that access to Cabrini's patients, so you know, all of that gives us unlimited access basically to a whole group of clever minds in the healthcare space. And that is something that I think gives us a pretty good competitive advantage, really. I think it also helps us co-design solutions that are practical and usable and useful and things that are really compatible with existing practices and workflows in health. So we're not just building some technology, we're actually making sure it fits in seamlessly with how they need to operate in the hospital. We like to sort of say that we're building solutions for health by health, sort of a little bit of a tagline for us. And yeah, I do. I believe that gives us a bit of a competitive advantage. We're also really fortunate enough to have access to Cabrini hospitals themselves, because not only do we have access to the insights, but we've got access to the hospitals and the departments to trial our proof of concept. So use them as a bit of a test bed, and then following that, use those hospitals as a bit of a reference site post-deployment. Um, I just want to go back to one other point I mentioned around sort of co-designing solutions with clinicians and nurses and the likes. I think one thing that's become you know, particularly clear as a result of this close collaboration is the need to build elegant yet simple solutions. And that's something that keeps coming out in the workshops and the design sessions that we have with clinicians and hospital teams, something that's obviously particularly important in health. And that is where, in fact, the name Medicity comes from. It's centered around this concept of simplicity for medicine. Mm. Keen to learn a bit more about that point around simplicity as well. It's important for clinicians to be able to use a platform that's simple and easy to understand, but I guess also from a patient-facing side of things as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of the solutions that we build are patient-facing. I can give you a bit of an example of how we think that simplicity is really valuable and important. One of the earliest projects that we've taken really considerable learnings from relates to a telehealth platform, HealthKite. Uh, so we've essentially designed a remote monitoring platform for patients with chronic diseases to enable them to be monitored in the home. And there are other platforms out there that do similar sorts of things. And you know, we've got our own differences and our own advantages and benefits to our platform. Most of those platforms have something in common, and that's a lot of them allow the patient to capture some physiological data from a Bluetooth-enabled medical device, a kit of biometric devices, and to transmit that data back to a hub or to their remote care team to view all of that. So we had that up and running in our proof of concept and the feedback kept coming back from end users that there's issues with Bluetooth. It's not a flawless technology. And upon taking into consideration those insights, we then built out some manual entry functionality, which is far more widely adopted. It was where a user simply takes their blood pressure reading and enters it manually on a touchpad. It seems to be far more widely adopted than the Bluetooth. And that's because things like Bluetooth, they're just, they're not flawless technologies. And, you know, they often have to re-establish connections. They can drop out whether you're using your AirPods or you're jumping in your car or whatever. So I think sometimes simplest is best. And that's particularly proven in health, particularly in our case, where our end users of the products we're developing are typically older adults. And many of those older adults, not all, but some have less technological capability or competency. I'll give you one other example, I guess, how we've gone on to then apply that learning to the design of our eCaptus platform, our, our latest product. And that's generally speaking, in the modern technology era, I think there's a real temptation to build or to solve a particular problem in health or anywhere with a mobile app. And like that's almost a default position. If you're trying to solve something with technology, you throw a mobile app at it. And while there are heaps of great examples of where you know, a mobile app is more suitable than browser-based solutions, I don't think that should be the default position. So in the case of eCaptus, you know, instead of asking patients to go to the store and download an app that they're probably only going to use for a really short period of time, and perhaps only during an acute episode of care, 
we're looking to utilize more ubiquitous and accessible and familiar technologies. And those technologies are offer often the simpler technologies. So for that reason, all the proms and prems in our eCaptors platform, they're just delivered using SMS and they're accessed through a web browser and accessed by clicking just a hyperlink contained within that SMS. So Medicity, yeah, certainly the simplicity is at the forefront. If you've been kicking around this industry a bit like me, or maybe even you're brand new to digital health, you've probably worked out that health tech is not an individual sport. Whatever you're trying to achieve, whether you're delivering healthcare for patients, or you're building health technology, or perhaps you're helping deploy solutions across health systems, you need a tribe, a community of like-minded individuals who just get it that if we're going to transform healthcare, then technology is going to play a huge part in it. So to learn and connect about health tech and level up your game, consider joining our THT Plus membership community. We've got options for every stage of growth, whether you're a solo individual or a startup or scale-up company. As an individual, you get access to our exclusive community forum, you get a warm intro to two other members from me each month, you get free access to our quarterly virtual summits and a bunch of other exclusive goodies. Companies can bring team members into the community, plus you get a presence on our website as a THT Plus member, you can post content like news events and jobs, and of course we love to showcase our members, so when you join as a company THT Plus member, you'll get to appear on this podcast with your very own episode. This podcast is made possible through the support of our members, it's literally the heart of everything we do, so consider joining as a THT Plus member, you can join anytime online just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash tht plus i haven't checked recently how many apps i've got on my phone but i hear you <laughs> there's been a lot of apps that i've downloaded just because i needed to do it for one particular task but even operationally you know internally within the business to managing applications that might not be core and highly utilized you say oh let's spin out an app you got the apple ones and the android ones and apple changes things a lot of the times so then are you going to go onto the ipad as well like Scaling that out is actually quite a, a lot more involved than what it sounds like in the front end. So I hear you there too. Absolutely. It's additional costs for a lean operation. That's right. Yeah. So I know Cabrini Hospital and the group there in terms of healthcare provision, and we've talked a bit about the technology piece. Tie it together for me that Cabrini Center for Innovation. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah. So this was established back in 2018 as a bit of a collaboration between different parts of Cabrini Health. So Cabrini Health sort of governing the hospital group, Cabrini Technology Group being that technology services division for which there are multiple businesses sitting under that, and the Cabrini Institute, which is the research and education division. So the idea was that we could you know, bring it all together and leverage the unique skills and insights and ideas and knowledge from those different divisions to identify problems that exist in health. So what are the problems that the doctors and the nurses are facing? What are the you know, things that they know about, but maybe don't often localize or share with innovators? We needed a place also to research and then prototype the solutions that we built to address those problems that existed. And then leveraging the hospitals for developing MVPs and for testing those MVPs in real clinical settings as well. So it's been a pretty big success, really. And I would say that the success of that collaboration has resulted in several successful projects for Cabrini itself, but ultimately has also led to the formation of this new Medicity business as well. Hey, look, thinking you've been on this journey for a couple of years now, and many listening to the pod might be on their own journey with a startup. Have you got any lessons you've taken from this last couple of years that might benefit others on a similar path in the digital health space? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm always talking about co-design and, uh, and I've sort of mentioned that already in terms of the importance of co-design, certainly in our design process at Medicity. I think it's the key to not only ensuring that you're designing the right solution, but I think it's a really important catalyst for adoption as well. You know, if you're going to bring the end users along for the ride on the design journey, we've found that you're going to get really good buy-in when you go live, as opposed to just presenting them with something, you know, at the end of that journey. I'd also say that the technology should just be treated as a tool or an enabler. It's never just a solution. Uh, so the technology alone, it's, it's not going to solve the problem that you're looking to address. And I think there is a bit of a common misconception, not so much in the technology leadership space, that's sort of a well-known thing already, but certainly in health, conveying that message to you know, people who you're working with in collaborations or cross-functional teams is often quite important. I want to highlight the importance of investing also in, in the UX research and the design of any solution. So, you know, that, that goes really just well beyond designing a user-friendly user interface. It could be you know, the really deep research and understanding of who are our end users of the platform, which in many cases at Medicity, it's our patients, particularly with solutions that we're developing, looking at patients in terms of what are their ailments, what might encourage or enable or even prevent them from utilizing the platform we're developing. So you know, that's really important, particularly when you're designing solutions for older adults. I might also mention the, the framework that we've adopted for Medicity and how we build out projects. It's the build, measure, learn methodology. So anyone who's worked in a bit of a lean startup would probably be already familiar with this framework, but essentially it's this continuous feedback loop where you're injecting new ideas and learnings from previous cycles in that loop to then go on and design and build new functionality based on you know, the feedback and insights that's come through from you know, key stakeholders in that project. That could be patients, it could be the clinicians who are using perhaps the portal side of things. Uh, so we see that as a really important aspect of you know, continuous product improvement and development. It's certainly something that's helped us rapidly develop and iterate our products. I've already mentioned that simplicity is underrated, so perhaps I'll leave it at that. <laughs> no, look, there's some great advice there for others, and I like your thinking around the build, measure, learn aspect too. Lastly then, think about the future, where we're at now, what's on the horizon for Medicity for you? Yeah, yeah. So we're finding ourselves at the moment, we've got this small but now mature product suite. Say our products have just reached this real nice stage of maturity just in the last six months or so. So our focus at present is really just to find more customers for our products. But moving on from that, we'll be looking soon to find more products for our customers. So we're approaching that point where we really need to expand on our product suite to grow that team to support that product growth is obviously an essential part of that. As I'm sure you can imagine, you know, medical software or any software, it just doesn't appear overnight. So we really need to be thinking about what does our next innovation look like? How will we achieve that? We've actually got a pretty clear picture of what we think our next big product or project will be. It's a concept I've tested with a whole heap of clinicians. There's been some really overwhelming excitement and good feedback about it. So pretty excited about what that could deliver. For us to even have that built and up and running in a couple of years time, we really need to start ideating now. So I won't talk too much more about that because that's still a little bit top secret at this point in time, but perhaps a future pod, we can talk about that one. The other thing I'll mention is that we've, we've also just recently, over the past 12 months since forming this Medicity business, signed several healthcare clients to build them healthcare grade applications, so apps, mobile apps mostly, sort of hopeful and expecting that that bespoke healthcare app development work will continue in the years to come as well. Yeah, so that's probably going to keep us pretty busy for the next few years. Love it. We'll look, put the details for Medicity in the show notes of this episode for people to check out and follow along the journey. 
I'm sure there'll be some exciting things to, to check in over the coming months as well. And you're right, we'll have to get you on the pod in another 12 months to see where things are at now. But Josh, all the best for the future and thank you so much for coming on the show. Good stuff. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. Before you go, just a reminder to jump over to our YouTube channel and subscribe and watch some episodes there. There are podcast episodes, summit sessions, and a bunch of other interesting content on our channel. You can just search Talking Health Tech in the YouTube app or click on the link in the show notes of your podcast player and it should just take you straight there. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Talking Health Tech. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast player and for more information, visit talkinghealthtech.com.